live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Good morning. It is 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that means you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. This is Live from America. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live free or die, Granite State of New Hampshire, and of course, accompanied by my producer, who I think is the best in the world, producer Eli there you are. Give him a shout out, ladies and gentlemen. Gotta love our Eli. And I want to give you a shout out. So please let us know where you're watching from and what your name is so we can give you the adequate shout out like Deb McElroy. How are you, Deb? How about Natalie? Good to see you, Natalie. Thank you for joining in this morning. CQ is in the building. How you doing? Barbara Peters, how are you? Marky is in the building. Deb Hud is here. Brett is here. Maria is here. Janice is here. Rich from New Hampshire. Good to see you, Rich, my fellow New Hampshireite. Vanette from OHIO. How are you? Mark from St. Pete, Florida. A lot of stuff going down there lately, huh? Sorry about to hear about that. That happened in Ybor City. Frank from Kansas is watching. How you doing, Frank? Christine from Arizona is here. Diane from North Carolina. Come on and raise up. Chrissy is in the building. How are you, Chrissy? Terry Sue is here. Michael from Northern Kentucky and Brad Post from Fall, Idaho. Or Post Fall, Idaho. God bless you. Thank you for all, all of you, for being here today. And I would uh, encourage you, if you're just joining in, to make sure that you click that thumbs up. And the only way that you can do that is if you have a Rumble account. Very easy to get a Rumble account. Just go to rumble.com, sign up for a profile, and boom, you're done. I think it takes five minutes. It's absolutely free, and you doing that can help us every day move up that leaderboard and get each and every show in the top 20 here on rumble.com slash LFA TV. T. Grant, how you doing? Watching from Hayward, California. Good to see you. Logan says, love your show a lot, Jeremy. Well, Logan, you're a young man, and I am very, very, I have, I have high hopes for your generation, my friend. So uh, it's going to take leaders out there like yourself to do that. And um, I have a feeling that you are definitely on the right path. Ronald says, Jeremy, I have not gotten my two field of greens that I won. Eli, can we make sure that we get Ronald's email? We need Ronald's email, so Ronald, just email us your email to 
LFAproducer at gmail.com and we'll get your um, address and get them sent out to you. We're sorry that that happened to you. I want to start out today basically with some vindication. Now, everybody knows that social media places like Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, they've been, you know, silencing us and suppressing us and, you know, keeping us censored for years, right? And we've known that. But it's really nice when somebody shows the proof that it's actually real, that it actually has happened, that we're not crazy as the world likes us to believe. So Elon Musk made his second appearance on the Joe Rogan podcast experience. Now, if you remember the first time that Elon Musk made his way there, they ended up sharing a joint together. But this time, do you know what they spent almost the whole time talking about? How terrible the country is under Democrat rule. How terrible the country is compared to how great it was under Trump. Elon Musk sat there and told him his true feelings on George Soros. He said George Soros hates humanity and just wants everybody dead. How much more truthful do you get than that? And that's a billionaire knowing another billionaire. He says that there was definitely nothing but hate against conservatives and Donald Trump on Twitter when he bought it. That's why he fired so many people. And he said that the left is definitely out of their minds crazy. And the right is basically where it's at. I love hearing Joe Rogan, who has 20 million people watch his podcast, and Elon Musk, who has over 100 million Twitter followers, listen to some common sense by two men that I never thought actually had it. Roll the clip. The, the, the government itself is not allowed to censor speech. Um, but in, in my view, the government de facto did censor a speech. And there should at least be a case where uh, that is heard by the public. Um, because if the government um, severely coerces uh, you know, a, a platform, a, a sort of uh, coerces the press, um, then I think that is a, or should be a First Amendment violation. Well, they can't do it with other media forms, right? They're, they're yeah. not allowed to do it with any other media. They're, they're not, they're not right. allowed to. Right, if they try to do that with a newspaper, that right. they'd get in trouble. Or would they? You know, that's the question. It's like, you didn't know I mean, about F the, the the federal government, you didn't know about the intelligence agencies inside of Twitter until we found out. Like, do mm -hmm. you think that this is ubiquitous? Is this uh, it's absolutely all the social media companies. That, in fact, right now, X, or, if, you know, formerly known as Twitter, is the only one that, that is not uh, kowtowing to the government. It's the only one. It's the There's only one. All the others just do exactly what the government wants. Except for Rumble. That's wild. Yes. What I was getting at, do you think that that's everywhere? Yes. Do you think that that's CNN? Do you think that that's the New York Times? Do you think that that's the Washington Post? Because if they were going <sighs> to infiltrate the, media, yeah, they were the, going to infiltrate I mean, the, social media. The, 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 I mean, it is weird the degree to which the media is in lockstep. Like, why is the media in lockstep? And why doesn't the media question the government? They used to. Right. Why don't they do that anymore? Because ever since... Barack Hussein Obama came and made it legal for news stations to spread propaganda that they know is fake. This all happened under Barack Obama. If you don't believe me, look it up. That, by the way, it was Halloween. That's why Joe Rogan was wearing a wig. If you don't believe me, go look it up. And Elon Musk says the government is in bed with every single social media company out there. Obviously, except for Rumble. He says other than Twitter now. Then he goes on to say this. Um, sound on that? All right. When you have uh, 
basically a, technolo- a technological megaphone, which, w- which was Twitter and, and social media in general, suddenly the, the far left are handed a megaphone to earth. A, a, a te- a, a, an incredibly powerful technology weapon that they themselves could not create, mm. but they happened to be co-located with the technologists who created it mm. by accident. Is it shocking that more people don't understand how dangerous that is? I think some people understand. Um, some people do. Some people understand. Um, so, I mean, for, from the standpoint of, of the, some of the people who used to be at Twitter, uh, the people are like, well, it's a, a big shift to the right. That is correct. It is a shift to the right because everything is to the right if you're far left. Everything is to the right. Everything is to the right if you're far left. There's a big shift on Twitter to the right. He said, you're exactly right. There is a big shift on Twitter to the right because everything is to the right when you're that far left. So what he's saying is that the government definitely interfered in our elections, interfered in our freedom of speech, took it away, lied about it, and there should be massive consequences. And I am... Glad. Again, there's going to be people in this thread right now, Eli. I'll bet you if you look through there, I don't trust Elon. I don't trust Joe. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I'm glad that a combined 150 million followers plus heard that interview yesterday and are now waking up. And that's all we've been trying to do here is wake people up. Now, having said that, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time. It's perfect time. We are 12 minutes past the hour. We have about 3,400 people in. If you could all start sharing now, it would really help if we did one big massive share at once and really push it out there. We're going to go to the Lord because it's the only place that we're going to find any kind of solace and love and understanding. Now, I want you guys to go to Romans... 10, 10. Now, like I said this morning, I will give you time to go there, unlike pastors who just say, okay, go to Romans 10, 10, and they start reading. Please open your Bibles to Romans 10, 10, because we talked about the heart today. And if you do open your Bibles up to 10, you'll see the, it's titled, 10, 1 is titled, Israel Needs the Gospel. And then 10, 14 is titled, Israel rejects the gospel. So if you ever wonder how, why Israel is in the state that it's always in, it's because Israel as a whole has rejected Jesus and has rejected the gospel. But if we go to Romans 10.10, we're specifically talking about the heart. And today on uh, Rise Up, we talked about home is where the heart is and how we normally think of that in an earthly and a worldly way or fashion, but that's not what it means. Let's go to Romans 10.10. And it says this, For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So what that is saying is this. Look at that. Ultra MAGA warrior said, I am a living proof of that. I was a Syrian visiting the United States, and I want Trump back. Is that what you said? I was a Syrian. Hold on. I was in Syria visiting back in August, and all I can hear the locals say there is they want Trump back. Oh, referring to my Arabs love Trump. Yeah, I get it. Um, so anyway, Romans 10, 10, what that means is in order for you to start being pure and righteous, you have to accept God. You have to accept Christ. You have to accept the gospel. And then the Holy spirit works with you to create a new heart 
where you're not going to desire the things of old. Now, you will desire some things of old, but as you walk with Christ, you'll become more righteous like Christ. And then as you do that, people see those works and they see you changing and they see you professing with your mouth the love of Christ. And then what happens, ladies and gentlemen, is that is truly where your heart is then. And then people want to emulate that. So then we go on and it says, for scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek for the same Lord over all is rich to all who come upon him. So folks, now is the time. Soften your hearts. Put yourself up against that mirror of the Ten Commandments every day, just like you put yourself in front of that mirror and brush your teeth and do your hair and get ready for work or get ready for the day. Remember, no Bible, no breakfast. Amen? All right, please remove your hats and your headphones, I guess, if you're wearing them. And let's go to the Lord in prayer all together in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, our Lord and Savior, a.k.a. Yeshua, a.k.a. Emmanuel, a.k.a. the Son of God and the Son of Man. Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Can I get an amen? Sefi says, my husband Tim never got his birthday shirt. He also had a bypass surgery on his birthday, October 17th. Thanks. <laughs> well, we are very, very glad that your husband came through that. We did not not send your husband his birthday shirt on purpose. And if you send Eli his address and what size he'd like, we would definitely love to send him a birthday gift. Uh, thank you very much and let him know God bless him and we love him very much. Cindy says, I asked how to get the shirt and never heard. Email Eli at LFAproducer at gmail.com and you're welcome. We love you. God bless you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's have our first slurp of the day. I'm going to have some Field of Greens because I already had way too much coffee. And I have just poured my new Field of Greens. So here we go. Jeremy, why does your podcast open immediately while on TV and it doesn't open right away? I don't know. On my iPad. I don't know, man. I'm just going live and I'm getting behind the camera and I'm doing the news that I research. That's all I do and praying to God. Outside of that, I couldn't tell you. But definitely always go to LFATV.us if you're on a device, like a mobile device or an iPad or whatever, and that'll bring you right to the live show. You can click watch live on LFATV.us. You ready to go, Eli? You ready? I'm ready to go. Let's get right to the First and foremost section of the day, a 39-year analyst has said, as of yesterday, and we've been covering it right here, they're planting the seeds for terror attacks. Why would the United States government and the FBI and all these analysts all of a sudden, right as we get ready to go to World War III, and then they announced that we have a bomb that's 20 times bigger than the one we dropped on Hiroshima. And then they all in lock 
in, in lockstep, in tandem, they start talking about possible terror attacks. Well, ladies and gentlemen, after Christopher Wray was talking about that yesterday and Secretary Antony Blinken was talking about that yesterday, a 39-year analyst came out and said there will definitely be multiple, multiple terrorist attacks in the United States over the next 14 months. Does anybody want to tell me what will happen in the next 14 months at the end of next 14 months? Well, let's do the math, right? And not common core math because that doesn't work. Here we are in November of 2023. What is 14 months from right now? 14 months from right now. Let's see. 12 months from right now would be November of 2024 when we vote. 13 months from right now, would be December of 2024. When we know who the president-elect is going to be. And 14 months from today is Donald Trump's inauguration. So think about that, folks. Think about how close we are now. Remember, everybody said four years of of Biden. We are 14 months away from the inauguration of Donald Trump. And this 39-year analyst says there will be multiple terrorist attacks in the United States over the next 14 months. He's an entrepreneur, excuse me, from California, California, who works in the field of geo-tracking, geolocation. Now, these are both methods that Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips used in order to find out all of these mules that were, you know, trafficking ballots. And Intel analysis And it's warning that over the next 14 months, the United States will suffer a wave of terrorism on our own soil multiple times. Well, partly because we let them all in the southern border. The other part is because our very own government is setting it up and planning and funding it and organizing it. And the third thing is that our intel agencies like the NSA, the FBI, the CIA and the DOJ, they're all compromised and they will do whatever it takes to keep us MAGA, and ultimately Donald Trump away from Washington, D.C. The name of this uh, analyst is Tony Saruga, who claims to have been an Intel analyst for 39 years, jumped on his Twitter account on Tuesday to warn that we are on the eve of a wave after wave after wave after wave of terror attacks on our homeland. And he's not alone in saying this. Also, according to his LinkedIn page, who describes himself as a hardcore serial entrepreneur who built and sold over 600 businesses, said that he has performed Intel services as private individual and for many government and federal agencies, and he says the writing is on the wall. His background, the terror attacks that he's warning about, just seem like common sense, though, don't they? And it doesn't seem like you need to be a special analyst to be able to predict what's about to happen. Ben Berkwam, Jeremy Harrell, Eli Ellis, Mike Crispy, Ryan Matta, Sean Farish, everybody over at Real America's Voice News and RSBN, they've been all screaming at the top of a mountain with a loud megaphone, actually not a very loud one because they censored us and silenced us into non-existence. Do you guys remember the days when I would go live in my backyard on the phone and I would get 40,000 people following and watching? Somebody said, Jeremy, have that guy come on your show. That's not a bad idea. Maybe I'll reach out to him. It's a good idea. But then, ladies and gentlemen, I wake up and I see the news of the state of Ohio 
and officials there conducting statewide simulations of possible upcoming anthrax attacks. Now, do you remember under Barack Hussein Obama and George Bush when people were getting sent anthrax letters everywhere? Hmm, sounds familiar, isn't it? Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Let's go ahead and roll the video. There was a planned terrorist attack this week that was not real, but it was designed to avoid real panic and terror later. Our new State House correspondent Sarah Donaldson was there. Tell me what you saw. That's right, Karen. So public safety, EMS, and health agencies from across the state came together this week to participate in a three-day biological terrorist attack simulation. So it started north of Columbus, and that was just mostly central Ohio agencies, and that's what I had the chance to observe. And it went through Thursday, and by that point, all of Ohio's counties were involved. At the historic Crew Stadium near the state fairgrounds in Columbus, trained emergency responders donned layers of protective gear to make sense of white powder and a chemical smell. And here we are on scene to try to figure out what it is and mitigate that hazard. In this mock exercise, that hazard could be the biological agent anthrax. The United States last recorded an anthrax attack in the weeks following 9-11 when laced letters mailed to U.S. senators and media outlets left five people dead and 17 more sick. Two decades later, Ohio Department of Health Director Bruce Vanderhoff says emergency preparedness drills like this one allow the state and localities to see how ready they are, just in case. All of us involved that looks in like this Fauci. exercise hope that we will never have to address these kinds of issues. But, but the Department of Health has not been so lucky when it comes to other kinds of health emergencies. The COVID-19 pandemic prompted stay-at-home orders and the need for wide-scale vaccine distribution. And after East Palestine, residents voiced their anxieties about the aftermath of the train derailment. So the department offered a clinic. ODH, the National Guard, the FBI, and Columbus Fire were on site Tuesday to participate in the initial phase of the simulation. The exercise went on until Thursday. The department says it takes years to pull a preparedness drill of this scale off, with each of the state's 88 counties also playing a role. They are practicing the request and distribution process for how antibiotics would be distributed to the public within 48 hours of a bioterrorist attack. After this three-day drill concludes, participating agencies will begin to look at what went right and what went wrong. And Vanderhoff says that part can be most important. Sarah Donaldson, State House News Bureau. I wonder how many people from Ohio know about this today. How many of you are from Ohio? Can we pull up the rumble chat here? How many of you are living in the great state of OHIO right now? And how many of you knew that they were doing... Uh, anthrax or I should say biochemical uh, attack exercises. How many of you knew? And somebody, uh, somebody watching me just said they just told us what they were going to do. Look at that, Ohio here, and nope, I had no idea. I didn't know when I live here. LOL, I knew it. So it will be binary on January, so look into it and understand the gray line. I'm in Toledo here. Ohio here had no idea. I'm from Ohio and didn't know anything about this. Look at all the people from Ohio. There are a lot of people from Ohio here. Wouldn't it be nice if everybody in Ohio knew that they were conducting these exercises so nobody 
freaked out, especially because of, uh, of East Palestine, Ohio, and the chemical spill there that just happened recently. You guys see, it's very, very, very iffy if they're going to be able to ex- suspend an election because of a war, right? Because that would, you would have to say that we are an imminent threat right here and that people re- right here are being... Um, no, I know Fireman says, I get your point, but as a first responder, we train for this stuff all the time. I'm not saying that. I know you do. I'm not saying they're just now training for it because they're getting ready to do it. I'm just saying, isn't it odd that we never hear about this stuff being reported until right around the time, look at hindsight being 2020, wasn't Tony Fauci and everybody saying leading up to COVID that we will have, we will have a biochemical or a a, a biohazard that we're going to have to deal with, some kind of a virus that spreads across the world, some kind of a pandemic just a year before it happened. All these world leaders started talking about it, and then you started hearing about gain of function, this, that, and the other, before COVID even came out. So what I'm saying is, is when you start seeing this stuff reported on, when you start seeing these stories come out, there's an origin for the reason why you and I are talking about it right now. So I'm saying, where there's smoke, there's fire. And I look at history being as a uh, repeater of itself. And that Tony Fauci, look, Tony Fauci lookalike and all those people standing around with their FBI jackets on, that right there was all of the red flag that I needed. you want to talk about red flag stuff? There you go. Eli, can you imagine walking around with an FBI shirt on and actually feeling proud that you're doing so? Can you imagine standing there eating donuts and stuff and talking with everybody with, a, with an FBI jacket on? Says FBI on the back. How stupid must you be? How much of a lame must you be to wear an FBI jacket and be proud of that? Not me. I'm a loser. Not me. Not me, okay? I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Unbelievable. Okay. So we're going to move on right now. Um, I just want to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, that we are, at a, we are at a crossroads here in America. We have a choice. Did you see the thumbnail? If you didn't see the thumbnail of this video, I want you to back out real quick. Go back to LFA TV's homepage where you see all the shows. Look at the thumbnail because there's never been a more true thumbnail. We have a choice right now. If we do not do whatever it takes, and look at me when I say this in the eye. I'm going to look close to you. If we do not do whatever it takes. Remember the, the left always says by any means necessary to make sure that Donald Trump gets back in that White House. America's gone. It is gone. Now, it'll be a slow bleeding out. Some of your traditions will last for another decade. Some of the things that you're used to seeing will last for another decade, but it'll fizzle out because culture will fizzle out. Again, whatever it takes. Or America, the great experiment, the greatest country that has ever, ever, ever been seen or heard of by man on this planet, the country that brought more people out of poverty and oppression than any other country ever will be done. Will be done. And now I want to move on. Because part of all of this, right, the biochemical attacks, the pandemics, the world wars, and I know that we don't belong in any wars. And I don't want to be in a war with Israel helping them either. The fact of the matter is I know what happens if we don't. And I don't, it doesn't matter who started it and it doesn't matter what government probably triggered it on purpose just to make it happen. The fact of the matter is we're here now. And I know what happens when we don't and if we don't stand with them. 
right? You've been hearing me preach that. But what I want you to know is that they just shut off all the internet connections and communications in the Gaza Strip. Israel did. They did that because of communications like this one that I'm about ready to show for you. And by the way, this was translated by four different people. So this is definitely accurate what you're about to hear on this phone call. Here we go. Play it. Remember this call next time you're watching all the pro-Palestinian demonstrations. Remember this call. So again, I'm not saying that America or Israel is innocent and we have so much blood on our hands. We've killed so many innocent people. But the difference between how we kill innocent people and how terrorists of that faith kill innocent people is ours is done in the battle of war and there are collateral damages that we're just going to have to accept and it sucks and I hate it more than anybody. But you know what the Israelis are not doing? The Israelis are not out hunting down, ter- uh, hunting down innocent people who are just living their lives. And you might say, but look at those conditions that they've lived in for so long. Um, guess what? No other Arab country over there will give them anything. As a matter of fact, every other Arab country around them, even Iran, won't let them come to Iran and they're funding them. And you have to ask yourself why. You have to ask yourself, why won't these Arab countries allow any Palestinian in there? Well, I'm going to get to that. But before I do, I got a video to show you that I showed this morning on my um, Rise Up show. And I think this is a very important video for you all to see. Now, I didn't talk about Israel and Hamas at all on the last night show. So just give me 10 minutes here to say what I need to say, and then we'll move on. I know a lot of people don't like hearing about it, but it's relevant to what's going to happen to you in the next few months. Now listen to this guy. He's pretty spot on here. Are you confused what's happening with Israel and Palestine? Well, here's an explanation. I'm an American, but my family, the Jer- part of it came from Jerusalem. They were Jewish. The other part, Muslims uh, in Iran. So I see both sides of this equation very well. About six years ago, there was basically nothing there for the most part. I think m- most people can agree to that. The Jewish Israeli people built a high-tech economy a ton of medical innovation that they share with the whole world, with including our Arabs, basically. Um, the Arabs have gotten billions of dollars of aid. The Palestinian leadership, highly corrupt, they're not helping their own people. People say, well, why, do, why does the United States, Germany, and the British help Israel? Well, how about another question? 
Why doesn't Saudi Arabia, instead of spending $500 million for a soccer player, Ronaldo. help the Palestinians? Why doesn't Bahrain and Qatar and the UAE, instead of building these massive skyscrapers and any extraordinary lavish luxury, help their own people? That's right. You, you know, the Palestinians, again, got billions of money they would have never got. And there are Palestinians who get training in Israel by medical teams to become doctors. That's the truth. The reality is, is that peace is actually achievable. The reality is peace is achievable. And we know it is because we had it for four years, did we not? We had it for four years. Now, I'm going to go and I'm going to play a very recent video of the Egyptian prime minister, Mustafa Madbouli. Mustafa Madbouli says that for every grain of sand here in Egypt, we as Egyptians are ready to sacrifice millions of lives and will never allow one Palestinian to resettle here. I wonder why. Oh, and by the way, Christianity was in Egypt before Islam was. Just for any, uh, you're, uh, just for any uh, liberal out there who hates colonizers and, and, and thinks that Christianity was brought by Europeans. It was in Africa long before Europe got there. Listen to Mustafa Madbouli, the Egyptian prime minister. Not having it. We're not having any of them here. I wonder why. Egypt will never allow anything to be imposed on it and will not allow regional issues to be resolved at our expense. Amen. Amen. That sounds rational to me. And Egypt is a place where there are tons of different people. Christians, Jews, Muslims, atheists, agnostics, although it's predominantly Islam. As a matter of fact, that region was, has one of the oldest Christian churches in it. They don't want them. Biden will let them in. That's exactly right. Who said that? Who said that? Sherry 2032. You get the Smarty Award of the day. Sherry 32. You know what? We are. We're going to give her the Smarty Award of the day. Go ahead and click, cue that drum roll, shall we? Hey, Sherry. Have you ever got the Smarty Award of the day? Because you're getting it now. Sherry 2032. You get... LFA TV Smarty Award of the Day because you just hit the nail on the head. Biden will let him in. That's the whole point of all of it, isn't it? Because the White House just admitted that Hamas is holding 500 American hostages in Gaza. Senator Marsha Blackburn called out Biden and Jake Sullivan for it. Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee, not the greatest person on planet Earth, but not the worst. Please share the video. We have 4,300 people watching spoke the plain truth about nearly 500 Americans that are in Gaza not being out allowed to leave by Hamas. Remember the America of old? Can you imagine five? Can you imagine five people being held under Trump? Trump would say, okay, for every five people, for every one person that you're holding of ours, we are going to kill 5,000 of yours. Didn't Donald Trump just say the other day, Eli, when I'm back in the White House, for every drop of American blood you spill, we will spill a gallon of yours. That's peace through strength. We have 500 Americans being held 
in Gaza by Hamas right now, and we've got dumbass, purple-haired, reject Americans running around talking about free Palestine. Free Palestine. Free Palestine. How about free the Americans that the Palestinians are holding? Wouldn't that be cool? I'm sure they're not being treated the greatest. Unbelievable. Anyway, we're going to shift gears here. We're going to move on because when we come back, we're going to shift gears to uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre. And Hunter Biden posted a new video that looks absolutely asinine and crazy. And the man looks more addicted to drugs now than he's ever looked. Hopefully the judge that told him he wasn't allowed to do drugs actually gives him a piss test. That would be great. That would be great. But anyway, let's take a quick break here. And for our older audience members, the people that are on Medicare. I'd like to talk about Insurity Financial Services real quick if we could because our friend Tim Gustafson, and by the way, if you have Instagram or Facebook, look up Tim Gustafson. Follow him on those platforms. He definitely keeps people informed with Medicare and and, and healthcare options. But not only that, folks, who better to trust than somebody who's a loyal LFA family member who's been here since the beginning to help you find a Medicare plan that actually works for you. Because Medicare enrollment is going on right now. Have you gotten your plan? Are you getting a 1,000 calls a day from people with accents that you cannot decipher where in the world they're calling from? Maybe they're calling from Palestine. Nope, they don't have communications right now, and I wonder why. So, if you are looking to enroll in a new Medicare plan, if you are looking for coverage that you don't have, and you're looking for something a lot better, reach out to Tim Gustafson at Insurity Financial Services or call 603-391-8358 today. That is insuritifinancialservices.com. Also, we're talking about being prepared. Well, folks, we got 14 months. What'd they say is going to happen in the next 14 months? Let me ask you this. If all these terror attacks start happening in the next 14 months, where do you think that they're going to target? They're going to target our energy plants. They're going to target things that keep us going, like our fuel supplies and our, um, whoa, that's a huge bee in here, Eli. How did a wasp get in here? Well, at least it's not a fly, right, Mike Pence? (laughs) I wonder if Four Patriots has any bug aid, any bug spray. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, um, with all the stuff that's getting ready to go on, you have to make sure that you don't rely on anybody else that is uh, government-related or uh, government-funded or any relationship with the government at all to make sure that you and your family are going to be safe. So are you prepared, and how prepared do you really believe that you are? All right? Check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Patriot Power Generator 2000X. Not only can this thing power probably half of your house by itself for a couple hours, but you can get an expansion pack on it as well. And guess what? I can't plug it in. I have no electricity, hence why I'm using this. That's all right. Keep those solar panels out in the sun all day long and let those babies charge. Patriot Power Generator 2000X, especially, folks, for when they're calling for terror attacks coming up, They're going to go for our supply chain. They're going to go for our energy. They're going to go for our food. They're going to go for our water sources. I'm telling you this because I know it. I'm researching it. I see what they're planning, and I see what they're threatening. 4patriots.com. 4patriots.com. Maybe you said to yourself, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. Well, can you afford the alternative? 4patriots.com, promo code LFA. 
Get yourself 10% off and help a veteran family at the same time because a part of your purchase goes to them as well. Now, shifting views and shifting wins. There are some shifting wins from Ukraine. It looks like the Ukraine aid and this Ukraine support is dwindling down so much they may not even get the $60 billion that Joe Biden wants to give them to finish it out. So if you've heard this story, here's how the story goes. Please share and like the video. The story goes like this. Biden is calling for $60 billion to give to Ukraine and then be done with them. I'm calling for them to give us $60 billion back. Okay? I don't want to give them 60 cents, let alone $60 billion. So Biden is asking Congress for a total of $60 billion that we can't afford to send to Ukraine and then give them no more. Because, you know, he's got to launder out that last bit of money before he goes to prison or hung for, you know, treason. And then you got people like Byron Donalds out there saying, Ukraine's not getting another dime until we secure that southern border. Here's my question to the LFA family. This is going to be a hard one, so I want you to think without blurting. And I'll go to the chat here in just a second. If you knew that you could secure the southern border completely, walls and everything, and they were, and they were like securing it back to when Trump had it, would you give $60 billion and no more to Ukraine? Would you trade it off? I say secure the border because it's the damn law, and who cares about some $60 billion? They're not getting it. But I'm just saying, here we are. We have a choice here now. Let's see what you guys say. No, no more money to Ukraine. Nope, nope. Still money, absolutely not. Secure the country, period. Give 60 billion back to us. What'd they do with the last zillion? No, open fire at will. That is the comment of the day right there, redneck. Held to the no, let Ukraine borrow their own money. Absolutely no more money. That's incredible. That's incredible. That lets me know that you guys are not willing to give $60 billion more when they couldn't even give us $20 billion to secure the border to begin with. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. God bless you guys. I love this audience, Eli. Well, we are shifting winds from Ukraine, and Vladimir Zelensky knows it. He's not happy about it. And um, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, in a testimony to the Senate, left it clear just how much Ukraine is dependent on American help and in a a way that would have been unimaginable a few months ago. On the other hand, Republican member of the Armed Services Committee Senator from Alabama, Tommy Tuberville, unambiguously called the moment as perfect for peace negotiations. Taking side by side, these two developments show just how much the geopolitical conditions have changed from before the failed Ukrainian counteroffensive. Basically, they're saying there is something that we agree on. And I would like to thank Jennifer, who just donated 50 bucks and said for wherever is needed. And Scotty, who donated $20 to replenish the search, the slurp fund. Thank you so much to both of you. God bless you for your help here. Basically, both sides are like we're done. And the Republicans are we're done because we're done. We don't want to give them another dime. The Democrats are saying we're done because there's no more use. We cannot launder money in there anymore. Let's launder it through a never-ending war, jihad war over in the Middle East. So the one good thing is it looks like the tap is running dry for Ukraine. And I pray that they don't get another dime. Now, something else that's running dry 
Kareen Jean-Pierre's brains and her common sense and her logic and her integrity. Maybe she never had any to begin with. I don't know. What I do know is she's continuing to only call on people in that White House press room that are going to ask her favorable questions. And she shut down New York Post again. So the New York Post screaming, it's anti-democratic to refuse questions from one's country. Well, maybe if you didn't turn on Trump, you wouldn't have that happen to you. But I agree with you. Go ahead and roll this. All right. Thanks, everybody. It's anti-democratic to refuse questions from one of our country's four largest newspapers, Korean. How about say it's anti-constitutional republic? How about don't let her talk when she talks? How about raise a ruckus in there? They're not calling on you anyway. How about grow a pair of balls and actually do something about it? How about stop crying and writing hit pieces on Trump just because you want Ron DeSantis? It's over. We're going to need to take this country back by force. Not ask them and cry that they don't call on us. Guess you should have never went on Trump. Dumb, dumb award of the day goes to both of them. Can we do that? Can we give the dumb, dumb award of the day to both of those idiots, Kareem Jean-Pierre and the New York Post? I think we can. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Hunter Biden. Eli, Hunter Biden put out a new video. Really weird. It's only 25 seconds long. He looks extremely paranoid and nervous. Okay? He looks like absolute hell. And the this, why he would post this video, I don't know, but, you know, it's what happens when you're speedballing. Does anybody know what speedballing is? An upper and a downer at the same time? A line of heroin up one nostril, a line of coke up the other, and see what happens? That's Hunter Biden. Just because this video that I'm about to show you alone, if I was the judge, I'd be like, time for a urinalysis test, sir. Let's go ahead and play this. Weird, weird video. That's called free basin, ladies and gentlemen. You know what that's called? That is called higher than a kite. I'd like one piss test, please. (laughs) Right, Eli? I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for words here, my friend. Time for a piss test. I don't know who we call. I don't think you can call the judge, but I think that judge should be... I think everybody in the world should share that video. You'll find it. Just search it online. You'll find it. Now, yesterday we showed Senator Josh Hawley and his altercation with uh, Secretary Mayorkas. Thank you, KMAC12345. Another $50, Eli. Another $50 donation. Wow, you guys are really great. He also went off on another Biden administration official by the name of Robin Dunn Marcos. Now, you probably don't know the name, but as soon as you see the Miss Piggy face, the Liz Cheney lookalike mask that she's wearing, you'll know exactly who she is. 
She knows about human trafficking, government involved. She knows about government involved forced child labor that's happening under this administration and just goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know about it? Yeah, I do. Is it happening? Yeah, it is. What are you going to do about it? I don't know. I'm fat and worthless. You read these New York Times reports, these stories, the, the series of stories the New York Times has done on the children who are in your care. Have you read them? Yes, I have. Have you read that children are scrubbing dishes? They are operating heavy machinery. They are delivering, delivering meals. They are harvesting coffee. They are working construction. They are working as housekeepers. They are working overnight shifts at plants where they are not paid. They are not going to school. They are not cared for. They are not giving meals, almost all of it illegally. Are you aware of that? That's a yes or no. Yes. Do the Know Your Rights presentation help them in those situations? Senator ORR. Uh, That's a yes or no, I think. I, Do you really think that you're helping these children by releasing them to labor traffickers and, yes, sex traffickers, 85,000 children whom you have no contact with? And your answer is we gave them a presentation before we turned them over to these people who are exploiting them on a scale not seen in this country for a hundred years, a century, a century. It's a disgrace in the United States of America. And do you know why Senator Josh Hawley was talking about that? Because of the reporting of our own Ryan Matta. Because of what Ryan Matta found out. Because of all those children that Ryan and Carlos were exposing that the federal government just gives to people and then those people take those kids and they force them into child labor and, for, and, and, and child sex trafficking rings. Do you know that this is happening? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, so can I come off of this bench then and kick your teeth down your throat? You child trafficking pile of human trash. Can I drag you by the hair to these child traffickers and sell you to them? Do you know about it? Yes. <laughs> Big shout out to Ryan Matta. And while Ryan and I don't agree on a lot of things, Ryan did his damnedest to, to expose this stuff. And now I'm finally glad that it's in the halls of Congress. Speaking of illegal aliens coming across the southern border, being trafficked and worked and sent all over the world to live off you and leech off of you. How many of you live in St. Louis, Missouri? Raise your hands. Because if you live in St. Louis, Missouri, you might want to know what's coming your way. Pop up the rumble chat here. 4,500 people watching. Have a good day, Scotty. Love you, man. God bless. How many people live in St. Louis, Missouri? How many people live in the show me state in the great city of St. Louis? Because I'll tell you what, what's coming your way is all the illegals from Chicago. Genova says, I'm by St. Louis. Kansas City says Osborne. Isn't that amazing? All of the people from Chicago, all of the illegal aliens from Chicago are coming your way, folks. Hope you're ready for them. Get ready because here they come. Let's get into this story. Chicago reportedly is looking to export all illegal immigrants that have come from here on out to St. Louis, Missouri. 
The supposed sanctuary city of Chicago is reportedly looking to export export their illegal immigrant problem. Isn't that racist, Eli? You know, like they did down at uh, Martha's, Martha's Vineyard, right? Chicago residents have been protesting and complaining. We've been showing it to you right here on LFA TV. So now Chicago has, been reach, has reached out to uh, the St. Louis, Missouri mayor, Tishara Jones, and they've recently lost an, uh, launched an agreement and a new city's office called the Office of New Americans, Eli. Ready for this? The Office of New Americans with an eye toward helping illegals settle in the city on the Mississippi River. The, the, the Office of New Americans. I told you. It isn't a great replacement theory now, is it? It isn't such a secret now or a conspiracy theory now, is it? Nope. Here we are. The Office of New Americans. So St. Louis, Missouri, you're about ready to become one of the first office or, uh, cities of new Americans. I hope you're happy. Hope you're ready. Oh, and by the way, the migrant, excuse me, illegal caravans look like this coming from all over the world to the greatest country known to man, or at least once was, the United States of America. Roll it. Hi-ho, hi-ho. It's off to the United States we go. We're going to take your money. We're gonna take your dough. We're gonna rape your women. You won't have no homes. Here we come, here we come. Surges, that's just a few. There are surges like that all over the world right now coming. So ladies and gentlemen, before we get to the last segment of our show, which I have a lot to go through, but we're not going to be able to go through it. I say the best way right now, since we have all this disease, Eli, coming and all of this uh, bacteria coming, you're going to need an enviro cleanse in your home, so you're going to need guns, you're going to need ammo, okay, to save this country and stop letting it from going down the toilet. You're going to need guns, you're going to need ammo, you're going to need lots of God, you're going to need um, a way to create your own power, so you're going to need four patriots, and you're definitely going to need a way to breathe properly because one of the things that they're going to want to take is your air, don't let them do it, ladies and gentlemen. Go to ekpure.com today. ekpure.com today. And guess what? They will even work with you to set up a payment, a payment plan that works for you so that you can have this in your home and you cannot worry about being, I don't know, virused to death. Because we're about to talk about a story real quick here about Tony Fauci that the EnviroCleanse would be able to combat. So, ladies and gentlemen, go to ekpure.com. That is ekpure.com. Promo code LFA. Get $150 worth of savings off and work out a payment plan with them and start breathing better today. Now, we're going to have to miss a few of these stories. So, I'm going to jump right to this one right here. Now, this was on Fox News' Jesse Waters last night. I want to play this for you because I think it's rather interesting. Every time they indict Trump or give a mugshot, you guys know he's gotten stronger and stronger. Listen to what Jesse Waters says about Trump last night. Go ahead and roll Since it. he floated down the escalator, Democrats have fetishized his arrest. 
I am not running for anything except the impeachment of Trump. <laughs> Shut up, James Brown. He may be the first president uh, in quite some time to face the real prospect of jail time. He has done something so serious uh, that there should be prosecution against him. Democrats have campaigned on arresting Trump for years. The resistance have made mere mortals into superheroes. Michael Cohen dressing up as Superman like he needs a, an excuse on Halloween. Biden's campaign strategy is don't trip and lock him up. And Democrat judges, they are all in. Jamaican-born Obama donor Tanya Chutkin, who calls herself a judge, is slapping Trump with a gag order because Biden's prosecutor, Jack Smith, doesn't like being called deranged. Do you think Donald Trump is going to respect a gag order? He doesn't see a gag order as a threat. He sees it as a challenge. And Judge Chutkin is this close to throwing Trump in jail for talking. Yeah, you can go to jail now for talking if you're running against Joe Biden. But every time Trump's arrested or mugshotted, he raises millions and his poll numbers shoot up. Democrats are realizing Trump's more dangerous from jail. And now Eric Holder is telling Democrats, just like Biden told Iran, don't, don't, don't. Of all people. Don't lock him up. Of all people. Yeah, Eric Holder is begging Democrats to restrain themselves for doing the one thing they wanted to do more than anything. And I mean anything for the last couple years. I think there are a number of things you put monetary fines on him, as the judge did um, in New York, uh, perhaps restrict his ability to use truth social. Um, you know, I don't, a number of things. I try to be as creative as possible if I were the judge, but I'd be extremely reluctant to take um, a person who's a former president, the leading candidate on um, uh, one of our major parties, and, and actually put him in jail. Because you'd be worried about the political consequences or the reaction in the country? Yeah, I mean, this is already a pretty divided nation, and to uh, do something like that, to take somebody off the campaign trail, uh, to put him in jail, uh, I, I just would be very reluctant, uh, really reluctant. Yeah, okay, whatever. You ran guns to the cartel and got Americans killed. So you can shut your mouth. But you're not wrong there. Locking or trying to lock up Trump or locking Trump up would only spell disaster for this country and all of you. Now, real quick, I know Mike Crispy is starting, but Donald Trump has one minute and 32 seconds of stuff to say to you about this stuff going on and this effort to keep him off the ballot in Colorado. And you know what? While Mike Crispy's countdown is going, we can listen to our president, Donald J. Trump. Currently taking place to try and illegally remove my name from the ballot. I often say that 2024 will be the most important election in the history of our country. The reason for that and that statement is that our country is being destroyed by people who have no idea what they're doing. Or even worse, they may very well have an idea. They may hate our country, and they may want to see it destroyed. But it may also be the last election we ever have. If this election doesn't work, Isn't that what if I just this said? election is rigged and stolen, Name of the show. if bad things happen, our country will not survive. That's right. If Crooked Joe and the Democrats get away with removing my name from the ballot, then there will never be a free election in America again. We will have become a dictatorship where your president is chosen for you. You will no longer have a vote or certainly won't have a meaningful vote. And you could say, frankly, that that has already begun. This truly is our final chance to save America. And with the 2024 election now, Less than one year away, 
This is your chance to take a stand against tyrants that support the one and only movement that can save our country and make America great again. We must win in 2024. Amen. And he's right. That's why it's exactly I, I agree with him. If we don't do this by any means necessary, country's over. And I know people have said that before. No truer time than now. Anyway, Mike Crispy's getting ready to go now, so I'm going to bounce out of here. You guys can jump out after this. Make sure you've hit that thumbs up before you go. Make sure you come back in and check, see if it registered, and I'll see you in Mike's uh, comment section. There are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please visit JeremyHerald.com if you want to become a monthly donor here and keep us moving better and stronger than ever in 2024. I love you. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your family and keep spreading that gospel. See you later, folks. I love you. God bless.